Oh. Oh, no. Oh. I'm an avalanche. Rooney! Rooney! Father! Climb on my back! Come on, hurry! Oh, you bit me. Oh, you bit my toe. Oh, my poor toe, that's not fair. I didn't try and hurt you, you know, did I? You don't have to work and slave. Let electricity do it for you. You can have your... Hello everybody, it is January 27, 2021. I hope the year has started off as well for you as it has for me. That is me telling you all to eat shit. <laughs> that was like, that That sounded really, it was almost about to be like a very nice news show. Opening. I think it was perfect, okay? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Now let's like... just get into it. We want this to be okay. fast. Stop, go, go, wa- go, unplug go. the waffle iron. Okay, first off, something from last month, uh, Evil Dead Game. Now, apparently people are not hearing so much about this. It came out of the uh, Game Awards last week, according to the article from Bloody Disgusting. So this is, keep in mind, this is from December 2020. Uh, Biggest reveal for horror fans was Evil Dead the Game, which Bruce Campbell has been teasing for a while now. Set for release next year on last-gen and next-gen consoles, the game features Campbell, as the voice of Ash Williams, one of a handful of characters that will be included in the multiplayer horror experience. Now, before we talk about this, I saw a a presentation trailer. I have not seen any gameplay, uh, but it also features, like, King Arthur from uh, Army of Darkness. It features the sidekicks from the Ash vs. Evil Dead series, and Characters I didn't recognize, I think they're from the older movies. So my guess is that this is going to be one of those Battle Royale type of uh, Friday the 13th game sort of things. Not really that interesting to me, but I am going to let them surprise me. What do you guys think? Well, yeah, so my initial initial reaction was uh, Uncharted with Chainsaw Hand. But mm-hmm. I realize now that you said multiplayer, and now I'm thinking like, okay, what can you do with? How many things can you do with multiplayer? So, I think best case scenario, it's gonna be Left for Dead style, where it's like co-op going through stages. Now I will everybody... say, it seems that you can actually. Uh drive around like the old Oldsmobile that's in the movies and stuff like that. So it could be more expansive than those usual kind of Battle Royale type games. So, I don't know. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking best case scenario, it's Left 4 Dead and everybody fights over who gets to be Chainsaw Hand and then worst case scenario Fortnite Zambia Edition. (laughs) But yeah. No more Fortnite. For, for fuck's sake, I want that shit to end. Ah, well, it's here. It's part of the landscape, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah. It is as integral to freaking uh, junior high school children as uh, booby streamers on Twitch. So it, it, it's here to stay forever. Oh, that's it. We're going to do our own ASMR thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Alex, get your shirt off. 
All yeah. right. Okay. I gotta go find okay. some oil. Let's move on, Alex. What have you got for us? All right, we got Microsoft. You remember the price hike that I said a couple of days ago? Yeah, okay, so to recap, you were talking about how they were bundling in their Game Pass service with their basic uh, Xbox Gold service to double the price for people. Oh, yeah. so you're actually getting two... They're not just they're not just raising the price for literally no reason. Like they're combining two services right. together. They are and forcing you to get forcing you to get Game Pass if you want Xbox Gold, which is the service you need in order to play online. Okay. So it came out to 120 a year. Okay. Yeah, well, people were you know, people were outraged and throwing a fit at Microsoft. And Microsoft decided, what was it, like a little less than 24 hours after saying that they're going to up the price on life, they went back and said, yeah, we're not going to change that. <laughs> oh, they walked it back. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Which, good for them, but I feel like they are, there's a time years ago when I would have just invited Microsoft to implode upon itself. <laughs> and I'm kind of past that sort of thing, but at the same time, they really seem bent on being nakedly evil. Um, remember when they tried to lock physical copies of your game to your console? Oh, yeah. Oh. And it was all like, no taking your game over to your friend's house. To yeah, like, you can't no, loan no loaning games, yeah. yeah. And Sony, like, they just left Sony wide open to make this ad. We're like, here's a guide on how to share your game on your PS4. And it was two guys staring at the camera. And one of them hands the game to the other and goes, here you go. Thanks. The end. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think that was an yeah. E3 uh, oh, trailer. Man. They did that. Yeah, it was Microsoft the day, at, day before and then PS. Sony did that. But yeah, no, they downplayed the role of games in their console at the launch experience and just kept mentioning TV. There was a super cut of how many times that dork who was making the presentation said television. And <laughs> it, they've been trying to shoot themselves in the foot and their fans will not let them. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least they actually walked that, like... I don't care what they try as long as they walk it back. Like, I think the problem is when you have companies that they just do a thing and it's like, it's too bad, suckers. Well, it's, it's just that they're so obvious about it. Like, all companies are going to try to get out of you what they can. But most of them, you know, look at the market and say, like, well, this is what we can do. We can raise the price of, uh, you know, PSN by 10 bucks a year or some shit like that. And Microsoft is just like, what if we just do something completely stupid and evil? Yeah. And the fact that they've done it so much is alarming to me. Like, I'm not, I'm open to getting their stuff. If all things were equal, this is like, no, no, I, I'm good, I'm good. You're going to shut down, like, your service for this the moment the next console comes out. You're going to do something really crazy. So, have you, have you guys, have you guys heard of a, this is a sort of advanced mobile game garbage strategy 
called, uh, they do it with pricing mostly, but I mean, it's called like setting an anchor. Uh, I'm not familiar. So, it's a technique that a lot of mobile game, a lot of businesses do, but it's apparent in mobile games, it's getting better, m more apparent in AAA. So what, what a mobile game will do is they'll go, hey, want some premium currency? Only $11,000 million for, you know, 10 gems. And you go, that's absolutely horrible. Who would do that? Uh, this is appalling, and you don't do it. And then immediately after that, they go, special offer, 99.9% .9 off, okay. $1 for your currency, and you go, wow, what a good value. But their intention was to sell it at that price the whole time, right, right. so they deliberately toss a huge turd at you. So it's a used car sales tactic. To then warm you time. up to the thing that to the, to the bad thing they want. So yeah. I'm thinking Microsoft might just be like, "Hey guys, can we stick the knife in and twist it?" And you're like, "No." And then they go, "Okay, okay, we'll just stab you real quick, real quick once." And you're like, "Okay, fine." Well, the net result is that nothing's changing, so I don't know if that's yeah. it. But anyway, okay, let's okay. let's keep this breezy, Alex. What's your next item? Okay, yes. It looks like Konami is to officially dissolve and restructure their production division. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, you dropped this in the newsroom on our Discord, but I, I intended to look at it, but I did not. So tell me about this. Uh, well, let's see. Konami officially announced that their corporate... Wait. Corporation will dissolve and restructure. And restructure its production divisions. Let's see. Hold on a website. Let, me, let me read this off of the website, okay? Yeah. Konami, I, Konami officially announced that the corporation will dissolve and restructure its production divisions. The website, available in both Japanese and English, stated that Konami will take action involving all three production divisions in response to the rapid market that surrounds the company. The restructuring and dissolution will be effective immediately on February 1st, 2021. It also doesn't mean it is getting out of video games. Here's the official statement. The announcement made refers to an internal restructure with production divisions being consolidated. We have not shut down our video gaming division. Okay, kind of confusing messaging because they were sort of getting out of games aside from Pro Evolution Soccer, and they were just kind of doing pachinko machines for a little bit, but then they sort of walked that back. My understanding could be... Um, Slightly broken on that, though. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've been. No, go on, Evan. Oh no, I was just saying, like, yeah, they were, they were taking all of their beloved properties and making pachinko, and like the the meme, or the joke, was like, Konami like announces new Silent Hill game, and then they show a picture of their like yeah. Silent Hill pachinko machine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> but go on, sorry. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, it's, it's I, kind of up in the air as to what this exactly means, because Konami's communications are always just, they've been bullshit for a while. Yeah, I remember hearing recently that they were actually, um, gonna do, like, full remakes of, uh, Silent Hill, some of their IPs, like, um, 
the only two that I heard was Silent Hill and Metal Gear. Full fucking remasters. Yeah, I'll oh, believe that. Metal Gear Solid. That's not even worth dwelling yeah. on until it happens. Okay, what's next? Uh, Alright, our next one. Your favorite degenerate game. Galgun. Oh, oh my yeah. god. That's my jam. Yeah, there's gonna be a, a Switch edition. That is going to make all the money in the world. That's my hot take on that. Okay, well, I think that says more about you than it does about the market. Okay. That's, okay. On, that's Switch on PS now. PC. Yeah, I played like five minutes of that, and then there was just the most flagrant panty shot possible on like a 14-year-old, and I'm like... I'm done playing this. Yeah, well, um, I see that you are not a uh, man of culture. Uh, um, you know, like the rest of us. No, I'm not a Redditor, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I'm getting the Switch release. Calling then. it. I'm calling it all the money. Like, someone clip it. Okay, okay. I, I don't know what Nintendo's market is like these days, so it'll be interesting to track that one. Alex, what's next? Ooh, well, it looks like there's going to be a new Blaze Blue game uh, for the mobile. A I mean, mobile I, RPG. I guess it's January already. Yeah. Is it going to be, is the title going to be like in the formula of Blaze Blue adjective noun again? <laughs> Maybe. I know some of those guys over there at Axis, and they're, they're good people, so. Yeah. I don't know about the mobile thing, but... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to love that fighting game again. It's just I can't... There's too much bullshit now. I'm not a fighting game guy, but like I said, I know people from the company. We, I've hung out with a few of them at, uh, like, uh, E... No, not E3, sorry. Uh, Anime Expo. Good people. Huh. Adam, right, anything that's... to add on this? Uh, I mean, I've been like I really like Blaze Blue conceptually, but I yeah I haven't been into fighting games recently, and I've actually been looking for like a fighting game to get me back in. So nothing to add, but like I'll be interested to follow it. Okay. Well, it sounds like this is uh, Alex said like a mobile RPG. I got a strict yeah. no mobile game policy for my. Oh, game. I see. So, whatever. Uh, anything else, Alex? Uh, recent delisting from the on Sony's end. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure it's gotten delisted. I'm not even sure if this is on Xbox either. But the uh, two. Ah, oh, God. I oh, I want to fucking pronounce this correctly, but I don't think I can. The Give two, um, Otawariru Mano. Wait, I don't know what you just said. U-T-A-W-A-R-E-R-U-M-O-N-O. Otawariru Mono? Probably. Prelude to the Fallen, the False Faces, Mask of Deception, 
I've never heard of this shit. Okay. Yeah. It looks like a visual novel. It's like, I believe it's like those uh fucking Sakura War games. You know, RPG ish. Oh, okay. With a visual novel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the PS4 and Vita version have both been yanked off of the store. Okay. Why do it? Why do they do it? Uh, something about uh, Atlas stating they lost the uh, current rights. Oh, okay. It's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's a rights situation. That happens. Okay. Were, okay. Those, were those big games, or are you just giving me like news nobody cares about? Well, actually, I like the anime series to those. Those were actually good. Sakura Man. Wars is pretty culty. Like, it's it's not bad. Yeah, Sakura Wars? Yeah, that, that one. Alright, so, Alex, anything else? Uh, I got one more. Okay, let's hear it. Excellent. Okay. You remember the Yakuza PSP title? Uh, uh, mostly nobody no. Does, but <laughs> it exists. I don't remember that the this PSP is the first time that. Well, yeah, there was two titles for the PSP under the Yakuza name, but they were, weren't starring Kiryu at all. Were either of them released in the U.S.? No. Oh my god, maybe I should just ask Evan what he's got, but continue. <laughs> well, KHH Subs has fully translated the first PSP game of that two game series. So do I like play it on an emulator? Yes, you can play it on an emulator or you can play it on the PSP if it's hacked. Yeah, okay, I was gonna say because I thought the PSP had like died and fossilized and converted to fossil fuel like by this point. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I'm sure you can find used systems all over the place. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wouldn't your, pay your no Your local pawn shop, your friendly pawnbroker can punch you to the nearest shelf. It's just covered with them, I bet. Hmm. Okay. Probably, probably not. Those discs were... Like, you fucking stare at those little plastic discs oh and they'll fucking God. break them. That was the worst. <laughs> that was the fucking worst. Like, doing trade-ins on those back in my old stores. Oh, was wait. Wasn't there... Wasn't was it was the PSP the one with those little tiny teeny like laser uh, compact discs like that looks like little yeah and they came in a plastic shell to yeah, protect yeah, yeah, yeah. them but it didn't it didn't do a whole lot to protect them because people were just running around with those things and bumping them around on the subway or in a car or something so you got a lot of damaged discs anyway yeah it was like the weirdest media like physical media I had ever seen but they okay. tried they tried but it just wasn't a good idea. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, especially when, like, Sony was like, Yeah, you want the PSP version of this DVD? Same price. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Evan, what you got? Okay. Uh, Alright, so let's do the old one and the, one w the ones we're going to do quick first. So, the old one, everyone knows by now, but, like, are we all familiar with the PogChamp emote getting banned off of Twitch. I heard something about that, and I didn't care. Yeah. So, PogChamp was an emote which was used for, like, oh my god moments. And this was, this the emote was created, like, a decade ago, like, a long time ago. 
But we're living in the era of like things that things from your childhood coming back to bite you because the guy whose face is on the emote, he made what I thought was an innocuous tweet. He he just tweeted like about the insurrection uh, recently with the Capitol. <laughs> he was like, he was like, hey, I already do you th- this. Yeah, he 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 makes this. He goes, it's something along the lines of, hey, do you think there will be any unrest for because of the MAGA lady that died inside the Capitol? Because, like, one of one of them, one of them died. Like, one yeah. of the yeah. insurgent ladies, like, got shot and died. So he just asked the question, like, will there be unrest because of her death? And then... And, and nothing about the cop that got trampled to death? Yeah, no. No, no just, just that, like... <laughs> And then somebody else, like some uh, blue check mark, was all like, uh, Twitch, get him. And they like, and, and so Twitch goes, uh, we've made the decision to remove the PogChamp emote. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so boom, that's it. Like, but like, the slightest of associations with the. Guilty by minor association is what happens to to PogChamp. It's uh, I, I'm not even I've issued my response. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Alex. Any any thoughts about this or, or no? It's it's. You want really me go on a crazy rant about blue check marks or no. you just want me? No. To okay, then we'll save that for next time. I no. I also hate blue check marks, but let's not. Okay. Um. So, this should be a quickie. Uh, gentleman by the name of Takaya Imamura, who was a art direct, senior art director and character designer for Nintendo, has retired from the company after 32 years of working there. He is best known for designing the vehicles in F-Zero. He was the main art director for Star Fox 64 and F-Zero X. And he was the art director for The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. And his greatest accomplishment, designing the character Tingle. So, uh... (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, that's that's just a thing that happened. Uh, People people get old, life moves on. Yeah. He escaped. (laughs) Right. Here's another shorty, and then we'll get to the ones that actually warrant discussion, probably. Um, Tencent, big, big China money uh, company, Tencent, oh has acquired a majority sharehold over uh, Clay Entertainment, which, if uh, you're not familiar with Clay, they've brought you such neat games, such as Mark of the Ninja, I love that game. Uh, Don't Starve. Mm. Um, Invisible Ink. Uh, Oxygen Not Included. Shank. Oh, Shank. uh, Yeah, they made Shank and Shank 2. Okay. Anyway, like, uh, essentially, Tencent's power increases once again. 
So I don't know. Give me like, what, give me a give me a uh, quick thought about Tencent in general, and then I'll move on. You know, I mostly know Tencent by name. It's just another one of those companies that's like, oh yeah, we're going towards a William Gibson cyberpunk future where everything's going to be owned <laughs> by like five people, like yeah. what Russia is right now. Um, and you know that's going great. So. I don't know. I like, it's just something that makes me sit and sigh, man. Yeah. The, uh, Alex, you like Tencent? You hate Tencent? You don't care? I am sick and tired of these fucking Chinese companies okay. buying and fucking Alex. up my video games. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Only we get to fuck up video games here. Yeah. Um, yes. So here's a quick but list no. of uh, Tencent ownership. They own Riot Games uh, of yeah, Valorant and League of Legends. They own Funcom. They own uh, Leu, uh, the parent company of Digital Extremes, Splash Damage, and other development of Punish. Yeah, they they just bought Warframe from Digital Extreme from Leu. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Swedish developer Shark Mob. Uh, 80% of Grinding Gear Games, developers of Path of Exile. 84% ownership of Supercell, which makes Clash of Clans and Clash Royale mobile games. 40% yep. ownership of American developer Epic Games. Fortnite and the Unreal Engine. 40%, oh, sorry, 20% of Marvelous, which owns G-Code. And the majority of Data East's intellectual properties, like Burger Time, Joe and Mac, and Magical Drop. 18.6% of Chinese company iDream Sky. 5% of Century Huatong. Um, and then there's a bunch of shit I have never heard of. Well, there's Glue Mobile, 15%. Uh, 5% of Activision Blizzard. 9% uh, of Frontier Developments, who make Elite Dangerous and the Jurassic Park. Uh, management game. Uh, Paradox Interactive at 5%. 5% of Francis Ubisoft purchased from Vivendi. Um, yeah, little, little known fact. Like Platinum. Oh, shit, wait. Capital investment in Japanese developer Platinum Games. Uh, I want to say that that is the... Uh, I probably got that wrong. That is not the beautiful Joe uh, Okami guys. But... Uh, hmm. No, that was what? Clover, okay. which majority ownership of Canadian developer Clay Entertainment and minority ownership of French developer Don't Nod Entertainment, of which I am currently playing Vampire. If yeah, if if anyone uh, was wondering, how did Epic just appear one day and suddenly have the uh, capital? to start buying exclusives and muscling in on, like, the <laughs> Steam Empire. They, they, they received a big bag of uh, Chinese money from Tencent. That is absolutely fascinating. I did not know that. And it's, that is the news of the day. I'm going to call it right now. We, we'll hear the rest, but I think that's the biggest story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 So we've got. Uh, so while we're on games, uh, we've got something that. Speaking of Epic competing with Steam, um, my my favorite uh, like rich fat man 
Gabe Newell has opened his mouth recently. Oh, okay, this is going to be fascinating. <laughs> like, sometimes he says the smartest shit, and, and then other times? Nah. Yeah, no, this is, this is, just, this is just fun. Uh, but he, he basically, he was at... Uh, I don't know, wait, I don't know where he said this. Oh, he was, a, he's, he was doing an interview on news, on One News. Uh, um, anyway... He was saying that after the development of Half-Life Alex, that Valve is maybe getting a little nostalgic to like make those games again. Interesting. So, um, yeah, he was saying that... Uh, he also talked about... Yeah, he talked about Valve staff potentially having an interest in relocating the company that is to New Zealand what? to hold to hold Dota 2 and Counter-Strike Global Offensive tournaments because the co-founder of Valve moved back to his family over there in 2020. Uh, uh, that is no small thing to move a company internationally. Yeah, this is what he said on the news. And um, People outsource all the time, but moving the company... Yeah. There's got to be and some then, that. Go ahead. And then he also, uh, you know, he, he, he was asked what he has always asked. Um, when will Valve be able to count to three? Uh, <laughs> and his response, his response was, quote, I've successfully not spoken about these things for a long time, and I hope to continue to not talk about them until they are moot questions. Then we'll move on to a new set of questions. Mm. The nice thing is, by not answering those questions, I avoid the community coming up with new, equally difficult to answer questions. <laughs> and, uh, he... Yeah, but no, he said, uh, he was quoted in saying, We definitely have games in development that we're going to be announcing. It's fun to make games. Okay. My take, um... This is not nostalgia-driven. Uh, as we just discussed, Epic is muscling in on their territory, and there are minor factions such as GOG backed by CD Projekt Red, and Twitch, although I don't know if Twitch... Or, well, Amazon Prime is kind of having their own little party as well. Um, Steam is no longer the monopoly it once was. Yeah. And they've got to get their revenue streams opened back up there. Okay. I, I wasn't, I, I mean, I don't know, but I was under the impression that, like, they still were just generating infinite money, even if they were generating slightly less infinite money. Well, yeah, around the time that VHS tapes started coming home, movie studios started to realize that um, they were sitting on a gold mine with their collection of movies, which previously, of course, they could not sell directly to the consumer. They just had to re-release them through theaters. Yeah. And so having a library is a big thing, but in Valve's case, they got Steam, and they got everybody's library. And so making games became less important. That is coming back now that, as I said, Steam is not the only game in town. It's certainly not the only major game in town. But um, Valve was also trying to get in on the VR craze, which I think uh, is 
currently somewhere around 10% of what analysts predicted it would be. Mm. And, okay, so that's not going to be what it is. So what are they doing? Well, they're a developer, technically, so they're going to get back yeah. into development. It's the logical choice. All right. Speaking of speaking of uh, VR, before I move on, well, Alex, what are you thinking about this? Any thoughts? Or is, is it just like, you know, cool, Valve m might make Team Fortress 3, LOL. All right, moving on. He's dead, Jim. Oh, <laughs> so... Okay, wait. Before before I before I uh, get your thyroid checked, Alex. <laughs> before, before I move on <laughs> to the last thing, you mentioned the VR thing, and for some reason on this uh, interview as well, he mentioned VR. They're apparently having trouble shipping the index to certain locations mm. because people uh, other because competitors are, uh, uh, I guess accidentally in heavy air quotes over buying uh, certain components like mm. buying out whole stocks of certain components <laughs> and he's quoted in saying you know you go from one day you think oh we're in great shape to then what do you mean Apple or Microsoft just bought the next two years supply of this component just so they could make sure they aren't going to run out who so, knows? Could be the pandemic, but yeah, it could be <laughs> dirty dealings like that. I've, like, that's the one thing. Valve does the same thing for software that Apple does for hardware. They try to ruthlessly control the access to it. Um, and so they're out of their element when they're getting into hardware a little bit. Yeah. I, I could be missing information here, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, there right. you go. Well... Thank you for listening. We will be back with another news brief soon, hopefully briefer than this one. And, uh, gentlemen, thank you for joining me. Yeah. See ya. With marshmallows and corn puffs, Pac-Man cereal's part of a good breakfast. You can do it. You can do the Pac-Man.